commercial video games have been around since the 1970s and are some of the most popular forms of entertainment. Video games have played a huge part in our lives, and this will continue into the future. What consoles and games are our favorites? What consoles have had the biggest impact on gaming history? Today on the Going Off Topic podcast, we continue our mini-series, Beyond the Console. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Denny is back co-hosting Beyond the Console. Denny, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing great, man. Uh, I was starting to get worried I maybe lost a job because we haven't done one of these in a hot minute, not to call anybody out. But um, yeah, so so thanks for asking me back on. I appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we it's it has been uh, it's been a break for Beyond the Console. It's also been a little bit of a break for for just going off topic in general. But now we are here. We are gonna we're gonna get a good one going. Uh, we are going to hit on the GameCube today. Um, we had to bring a special guest on, a big fan of the GameCube, a Anything but credible network friend, beginner, started it all. Dukes, what's going on, man? How are you? Foshi, what's happening, man? I'm doing well, thank you. I was asked, hey, you like the GameCube, right? And I said, I mean, who doesn't? Um, yeah. Say, so can, can, you, can, you, can, can you come share a couple words about the game? And I said, say no more. I'm there. <laughs> so it's, it's a pleasure to be here. And of course, anytime that I get to hang out with both you and Denny, double whammy, mm. man. I'm here. I'm here for mm. it. Yeah, it is uh, going to be a good time. Like I said, we're, we're going to talk on the GameCube today. This is episode five, um, which feels like we started this a while ago. So we, we've hit on, we started with the, we've hit everything up until this is 2001, I believe that the GameCube came out. Um, yeah. So we've hit on everything before 2001. Um, all, the, all the consoles, at least that we had. So we didn't hit on Dreamcast because none of us had that. I actually, this is going to be, I'm kind of going to be the moderator of this conversation and, and ask questions and, and hit on some things. But I, for one, never had a GameCube. I didn't know many people that did. Um, we played a lot in college that I'll, I'll touch on as we go. But um, before we kind of jump into the GameCube, let's hit on, we kind of start off with some gaming news, uh, what we're playing, what we're looking forward to, just anything in general. Um Danny, you have any news or anything? I, I have a couple things, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, I don't know that I have any news as far as like um, new things I'm playing. I did just download this game. Uh, it's some vampire game that my buddy told me to get. It's like an RPG top-down type thing, and I haven't really dove into that yet. Mm. Uh, it's called V Rising. Um, but as far as news goes, um, I don't know if you guys care about Bethesda games or like RPGs or anything like that, but um they just announced and this is happening a lot these days that uh one of their new series that they're releasing just got delayed till next year which is not us like i said that that just happens with everything now everything's getting delayed so it sucks but um yeah i don't know i i can't off the top of my head think of like uh any major major releases i think they're going to be dropping a new trailer for um the modern warfare 2 remake coming up here very very soon so I'm definitely looking out for that. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't, I can't think of anything else really. Nice. Uh, dude, did you play anything or anything that you would recommend? Uh, this is your first time on here. So what, 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 give us your, uh, let's, let's start with your, what's your gaming kind of background? What games do you like? What do you, what do you get into? Uh, you play anything yeah. new or just, just in, in general, what, what did you like to play? Yeah, I know, uh, you know, just going off my current game list, like the, the, the weekly digest, it, most people would probably say, why, why are you having this guy on here to talk about anything <laughs> video game related? Because it's, it's very much, slimmed and dumbed down at the older i get and the busier that i get but you know I, i've talked about this before i kind of have a core 
I'm very simple. I have a very mm-hmm. core strategy. And my strategy is one ninety-eight percent online. I've always been that way. And like a two percent maybe RPG. And that's only on the really rainy days where I'm like, man, I, I really have nothing else to do. You know, it's like very far blue moon type of type of thing. But I'm pretty simple, man. I'm I'm super sports heavy. And then I'm terrible, but I always have to have the the shooter games, a couple, mm. of, you know, just the big titles. I don't do anything super, super crazy. So basically, I'm also with Denny. I am, uh, I, I buy the, and you know this, folks, because you've seen me for the past few years here. I buy the same games every year. I buy the NBA 2K. I buy the NHL. I buy that year's Call of Duty. I buy, you know, um, uh, maybe, maybe a fighting game. I, you know, I, I don't know. But I'm really looking for the Call of Duty, the Modern Warfare, especially because to Denny's point, they, they you know they released the they released the release date, and now you know, basically just following all of the craziness that comes now as far as what is rumored, what is expected, what are the conspiracies, why this, why that, you know the 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 the, uh, the development companies behind the last Call of Duty, or maybe this one got you had some serious serious problems going on internally, so it's like a, a big a big Big controversies going around uh, Call of Duty. But then I'm also, honestly, I've been watching the the Halo series on Paramount Plus, mm. and it ha- has me super amped back into playing Halo again. So I've been playing the the newest Halo online, which their online is so weak. They really screwed that up, and it's really upsetting. But, you know, it's just a good time always playing Halo. So I, that's really about it, though. I've been sticking it to, to that. And then, you know, my fallback is always Rocket League. You know, always Rocket League's always got a special place in my, par- in my heart. So... Anytime that I can, you know, put a little bit of uh, energy towards that, yeah, I'm there. So pretty simple stuff, though. Dude, that that is one of the most deceptively difficult games I've ever played in my life. I picked up the controller. I've tr- attempted to play it one time, and you think like, oh, it's easy. I'll just drive this car into the ball and score a goal. It's nothing, dude. I can't even tell where I'm going. I'm on the ceiling. I'm flying through the air. And nothing makes sense, and I'm definitely not scoring goals. Not yeah. not even a chance. I think, you know, and I would say I'm, I'm halfway decent. I would say I'm very, very average. But I think that's why I like it so much, honestly, Denny, is because it seems so simple and it looks yeah. so simple. And it is on a simple level, but it can be very complex. And so I know that. And I, you know, I, I'm also a Fauche and I talk about this all the time, but I, I like to watch even the games that I don't play. I like to watch Twitch every once in a while on it. And, and watching mm-hmm. Rocket League Twitch is just, I mean, it's it's next level. So it's like I, I, I want to be that good, but I don't want to put in the time. But I right. really like uh, what I really like about Rocket League and, and what I really like about online games in general is like the, the online play. So I think Rocket League has a cool ranked system and you're able to play with other people. Or what I really like, my, my go-to is I just like to play the one-on-one ranked mm. competitive yeah. Uh, so you know, it's like very. It's a it's a cool game, but it's also you. I like the games that you can actually like play one on one too, if you want. So you know, I, I'm right there with you. Rocket League, dude. That that game. Looking back now, that that was just a free game, and now they have like professional leagues around it. Is is it's insane. crazy. Yeah, yeah, really well. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I've played Rocket League once, and we played it together. Um, up in Minnesota, we played on the Switch. It was interesting. I, I need to actually download it and actually get into it but um some new games that i i've played or am playing since we last talked is mlb the show um came out and i got that it's uh, on ps5 it's pretty good um the graphics are, are great they haven't finally got a new like announcing team so that's great so the announcing isn't the same as it's been for like 10 years um gameplay is pretty good i haven't played a ton but i i, I I'm, I'm enjoying it um other game that i got off of 
of you know having the PlayStation Plus subscription for the free games. Um, I downloaded. I think we were talking about this a couple months ago, Denny. Uh, Need for Speed. Um, they had Need for oh. Speed Heat on. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation Plus was, was one of the free games. So I downloaded that and I was like, oh man, I used to play these games all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And it's interesting. It's fun. It's just a classic need for speed open world um, game, but they have like two game modes. There's like a day mode and a night mode. So like day mode, you can just race around and beat people and get money and all that stuff. And the night mode you race around, but like the cops are out looking for your crew of racers. So you like try to beat the heat is what they call it. Uh, get away from the cops and uh, there's like a rogue task force that's coming after you. So um, it's fun. I, I, you know, it's, it's a nice change of pace from the usual games that I play. And I feel like it kind of went back to the old school need for speed where it's like about customizing Mm -hmm. the car and just having fun and and that stuff, open world. Um, So I enjoy that. I need to check the PlayStation plus and see what's out there for um, this time period and see if there's anything good out there for, for games to download. Somebody was telling me, didn't they approach you? Speaking of racing, didn't they? Or wasn't PlayStation coming out with a new Gran Turismo? Yeah, um, I got it, and I just kind of got bored with it. Uh, yeah, I was wondering it, about that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, I just I was so interested in like a new game just because they haven't released like you know PlayStation Five. There's not many huge like new games that have come out for it. So I was like, oh, a new game. Like I used to play this all the time when I was when I was a kid. But it's literally just like. And that's, that's what it is. It's just like a racing simulator. So it's like, there's nothing really fun and cool about it. It's just, if you're into racing, you can just race, which is fine. Um, but there, it's also one of those games where like, you have to do, you have to earn like your license in order to unlock certain races. And it's like, I don't really want to do all that shit. I just want to race around and have fun <laughs> in an open world. So that's why I'm glad that need for speed was on the, the PlayStation, uh, the plus is PlayStation plus was free for whatever that time last month or two months ago. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you're just like looking for like a racing game, that's just literally racing and like unlocking cool cars. Uh, Gran Turismo is cool, but it, it I basically for me it was like a waste of seventy dollars because I haven't played it since. So, uh, which is a bummer. I put some serious hours into Need for Speed Underground. Mm. I yeah, think it was called. Mm. I think yeah. that's what we talked about on on PlayStation One. PlayStation Two was the last mm-hmm. category, last uh pod that we did and i think that we talked about under, underground was that those need for speeds like around that time were so good and then i think this one kind of goes back to that time frame so it's cool um i haven't played recently just because mlb came out um and I've, I've been playing that one i have some time and then i'm still still doing the madden league too so um that's still going on taking up some time but those are kind of the games that i was playing some news that i i, I recently remembered was that the new playstation subscription service um they've revamped that so there's like three tiers now you have the essential which is the same as it currently stands you have the extra plan which is a little bit more expensive but gets you a library of ps4 and ps5 titles available to download and then there's also uh the ultimate playstation plus experience the premier tier um cloud functionality comes in slightly cheaper than current combined prices for the services but yeah it seems like they're just sony is, is finally unlocking like some old school playstation 4 games that they're going to put on the service that you if you pay for this upgraded subscription you can get more games to download and play so um i haven't heard anything about Hmm. that i think they just talked about that earlier this month um so not sure when that's going to roll out or if it's rolled out now it could be i haven't even looked at it but um interesting because i'm definitely gonna you know have the ps4 and 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 all that stuff so i'm gonna see what's on there too um the last bit of news is that so ea sports makes you know madden fifa nhl all those games uh it was announced a couple weeks ago that they are not 
going to be making FIFA anymore. Uh, they're going to be like FIFA is like basically moving into its own tier. And then I was looking up, just typed in on Google, like video game news. And apparently there are rumors that EA is going to be sold. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens. Cause they're like, you know, 2k has, has basketball basically, but then EA has all of the other big like sports games. So be interesting to see kind of if they do get sold and how that affects Madden NHL. Yeah. What, what's going to happen with this FIFA, like breakout and all that stuff. So that'll be really interesting to see how that goes. Absolutely. First goal that I want is a, hopefully they bring mm. back NBA live to some capacity. But the second thing is, is, and this is different about FIFA. I don't know about Madden, but I can tell you from, from NHL, man, I hope that they actually like actually make a new different game because mm. every year's NHL is the exact. Yeah. I don't care about whatever they advertise and the tiny little, these, these body motion differences. Like, yeah, you can feel it a little bit, but the gameplay is all still the same. So I don't, I'm, get, I, I'm getting angry because I'm agreeing with you in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like FIFA might be different though. Cause I feel like out of all of those, maybe FIFA and Madden, like actually get different gameplay. I, I don't know. I can't speak to that, but man, NHL is the exact same. No, it's 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 just a bunch of BS, dude. Like they they're like, oh, running's different. It's a lot harder now. You got to be you know more precise with your movements. Blah blah blah. And it's like, no, it's the exact same thing. Like, you may maybe you tweaked like a couple of things in like the coding, but it's not. It's the same thing as last year. There's been videos that have come out where they've even accidentally used previous years like advertisements <laughs> on like yeah. the sidelines, like the wrong year and shit. And it's like, come on, dude. Like. Well, it's my, crazy man that's my favorite thing about the nhl series is the promos and all the stuff they showed like these new deeks and these new body movements and you're so whoa, whoa whoa but like in order to do them there's two <laughs> things in order to do them you have to do like the dumbest button mashing layout <laughs> you've ever seen and then if you don't do that the core moves are literally still the same since mm. 2005 i mean it's like right you get the same four deeks and then every year they add a new deke in, but you have to hit like a 18 button combo in order to hit it, which you just yeah. don't can't it's do like, It's like break. Mortal Kombat. Like yeah. you're, you're playing exactly. Mortal Kombat on the ice, basically. Yeah, it's almost like we were gonna tease you with this new move, but then when you get in there, there's just no way you're gonna pull. I mean, you're just not gonna pull that off ever, you know. So it's just like, okay, well, thanks, EA. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think um it's definitely definitely true for all their all their games. Every time, like I think it's true for most games, like not even EA, but like anytime a game drops, there's so many issues. Like at the at the launch, it's like, oh, I can't even play this game because, you know, there's like, they like for Madden when the new Madden came out, there were so many issues when it first dropped that like it was still using the franchise screen from last year's game on this year's <laughs> game, and it was just like it was so it was, it, it's just it's it's not great. So it'll no, be interesting to see. No. But the, that's the thing. It's like they know that people are going to go out and like I've bought Madden every year for the last 30 years and I buy the same game. So it's like, they know, Hey, if, even if we don't change anything, like people are still going to buy it. So it'll be interesting to see um, if they do get sold, who buys it, if it changes anything and all that stuff. But yeah, it'll be, like, I know that FIFA already has been, um, I don't really know what the, the deal is, but they're like getting their own branch of like just to create yeah. FIFA now. So um, looking at this article here, it says that apparently EA has been talking to Apple, Amazon, and Disney to be sold. Um, yeah. So a sell or a merger, they're saying. So that'll be it'll be interesting. We'll we'll, we'll keep an eye on that because I know that I love the EA games and I know that Dugan does too. And uh, I don't they do create like I guess they create so, they used to create Need for Speed too. I think they, they well, definitely create some other stuff, but they do and, they do a lot. Yeah, yeah, and that's not what I was going to mention. Is I I feel like it's you know and and I could be wrong here, but I, that's why I feel like it, it is a good move for them to to, to give it up because. 
I don't know anybody who plays their non-sports EA non-sports games. I definitely don't know anybody who plays. Oh wait, Apex think, isn't EA, right? Does anybody are there EA RPGs and like? Um, I so I I think like the first thing I think when I think of EA is I believe um yeah Battlefield is oh, EA yeah. too. Yikes. Yeah, um, are, are you and Battlefield the, fans? Well, I, I, was. I was, I was, yeah, exactly. I was, but this new one did not do well. I haven't even bought it just because I heard it was literally the biggest train wreck ever. But back in the day, yeah, I used to love mm. what's happening is I feel like EA is just deteriorating as time goes on. So I think that this big change is 100% needed. Yeah. So looking, so. I just click, I'm quickly looking at their uh, website. They have. Battlefield, Mass Effect, Need for oh, Speed. Mass Effect is so good. The Star Wars games. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. The Star Wars games. Yeah, that's those are basically. Uh, yeah, those are big. It's basically Battlefield yeah. just with the Star Wars skin. But I mean, it, it is really cool. The new Battle or uh, Battlefront. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, this is a conversation for a totally ones. different pod. But I'd be so interested to learn about why I, the the sports franchise games must the the. The, the franchising and like the fees or whatever the league charges to have that must be so astronomical for no one else, for no other companies. Like there are no other really hockey games. There are no yeah. other really football games, right? Like, and 2K owns basketball now. And so much so that EA literally gave up on basketball as a whole sport. So it just must be so hard to make an actual professional sporting game. I, I don't know how it works, but it's like nobody else can compete with these EA games. That's crazy to me. I, I, I find it so fascinating. I, I, so I don't want to keep the, I know we're trying to dive into the episode, but I think a lot of what keeps these sports games like not changing is the, I, I feel like ultimate team is like a huge culprit oh, yeah, because yeah, pe- people yeah. are just like, and I don't know how much you guys put, I mean, I put money into games all the time, but like ultimate team, it's like every year you are resetting your, everything you're you're spending you know i know this guy i work with now who he's, he said he spent like he was going through a period where he was spending 100 bucks a week on on packs and it's like cool. dude that is crazy yeah. that is that is my that is exactly why nothing is changing because people are just dumping that's money true. into it that's yeah. true and it, it's really f- gonna be really fun here when we when we do switch back to the gamecube back to a time can you guys even mm. remember a time before <laughs> you, you bought things in a video game that's crazy yeah. good old days <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, they literally only update like Ultimate Team now because that's what everybody plays. And I've, I've just never gotten into it. You know, it's not something that I'm into. But uh, what, what a transition. Yeah, back to the time when we didn't have to buy things in games. We paid for the game. <laughs> free that's what online. You got. Yeah, free, free online, online gaming. All right, so let's, let's get into the GameCube here. Let's get into the episode. Uh, all right, so, you know, we usually hit on the release, some of the best games, our history, and some of, some of our favorite games. So we'll, we'll hit on those categories here with, with, the, with the group. Uh, so the North America release, this is all according to Wikipedia, so if this isn't accurate, um, sue me, I'm not sure. Uh, Anything but, but credible, baby. Yeah, there it is, yeah. So the North America release for the GameCube was November 18th of 2001, 21 years ago this November, which is insane, um, was released for $199, which is $100 less than the PlayStation 2, and that would translate to $318 in today's market with inflation and everything which is interesting uh, a lot less than i guess that's pretty close to what the switch goes for so nintendo's kept their prices pretty similar mm-hmm. um all right this is denny's favorite this is denny's favorite game and dude can you get <laughs> no, to play now no too. it is not um uh, how many units of the gamecube were sold mm. worldwide worldwide okay um 
Oh man, I hate this game so much. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh I have no reference for anything on these ever. I'm gonna uh, 170. Oh Jesus! No, 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 no! I'm sorry. Seventy I mean, million. Might be right. My, my might brain. Be right. I, I, I can't. I can't formulate an answer. Dugan, please help me. I'll say, I might give you right. a. Uh, my so, number was sixty million. Okay. Oh. The uh, the answer is twenty one point seven five million units sold. Oh, is what Wikipedia shows. Yeah. Uh, twelve point nine four million in the Americas, four point four in Japan, and four point seven seven in other regions. Um, okay. What is what, so that 20 million was worldwide. That's what it says. Yeah. Oh, boy. Units Yikes. sold. Um, what is the best selling game? Hmm. Wow. Well, I'm go ahead. That's dude. tough. Sorry. I was going to sorry. Sorry to jump in, Denny. I, no, you're good. I mean, it has to be a Mario game, right? I, I know that. I know that they started with Luigi's Mansion, so like that was a big one because that was one of the, I think that might have been the first game that they actually had. But I, you you want to say I want to say it's like the, the iconic games like Smash or the new Mar- or the Mario Kart. I, I'm just gonna go Mario Kart. I, I feel like that's wrong, but that's what I'm gonna stick with. Okay, what's your how many how many units sold would you say? This is as of 2008. Um, well, if they so, only sold 20 million <laughs> units, apparently we don't have much data after 2008 for games. Yeah, this game. <laughs> I I mean I'm gonna stick with like. Four million. Okay, not bad. Not bad guess, Denny. What's your guess for game and units sold? Um, I'm gonna say Super Smash Bros. Okay, yeah. and units sold. Um, ten mil. I think I feel like it's a lot. That means half of. I'll just say ten mil. Okay. Uh, so the best selling game is Super Smash Brothers Melee, and yes. units sold was seven point zero nine million. So not far oh. off. Both of you, right? Both of you, right in the middle, actually. Dugan with four, and Denny guess with yeah. ten. So good guess. Um, the the first thing that, that I thought of for the GameCube is 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 this the craziest controller of any like? Just it is the best. Just, it is widely regarded as one of the best overall controllers of all time, and that is why uh, not. It's debated, I should say, not mm. regarded. Mm. But people like me, the diehards, I still to this day, it is a, a top controller figuration for me. And specifically for certain games like Smash, it is just legendary. Okay. Can you can you expand like what what makes it so good? Because every time I get my hands on it, it's probably because I just didn't have one. Every time yeah. I get my hands on it, I just I don't even know like how to hold it, where to put my hands, how I'm gonna hit all these buttons. Oh, it's interesting. I I feel like it's I feel like it just slides right in, man. I feel like a glove. It, it, it it's one of those fits that you just don't even have to think about. You can pick it up. You can have any game, and the way that the button so so the actual figuration of it is kind of like a hybrid between like what we know of the Xbox now and I would consider a PlayStation controller. It's like a, it's like an in between mix. It's small in size like a PlayStation controller, but has the rounded edges and fits to the palm of your hands like the Xbox controller. So it's a little bit of both. But the button layout also is intense because you have a huge A button, a B to the right, which is, you know, that's the Nintendo signature. But then that X and that Y or whatever that is on the top, it makes it super easy for the games like Mario Party and things that you need to hit all your buttons because it's, it's like a circular motion. You don't have to do this weird. Your thumb doesn't have to actually travel that far. And I know that sounds goofy, but... On top of that, you have a double joystick, and it's slight. One's like slightly higher than the other one. It, it's just exactly where your thumbs would go. You know, it's it, it's kind of weird. You think about PlayStation and Xbox, um, 
I want to say the Dreamcast controller maybe had a like mm-hmm. a one higher than the other. I can't really remember because Dreamcast is one that I've just kind of blocked <laughs> out of my memory, to be honest with you. But I don't know, man. Um, I could go on and on. I think that the bumpers are like the perfect for me, at least they actually were wide enough for my finger to fit in a bumper. So you could actually like rest a, your, your the top of your finger in the bumper and just be ready. Whereas I feel like with PlayStation, I find myself trying to subconsciously find it really quick. Like, oh shit, is it R1, R2? I can't, you know, I felt like the game GameCube, you just always were on that, that R2 bumper and that R1 was just right up there because you're already, it was like a slot made for your finger. Yeah, then you had that weird, so you had, you had L, R, and then was the other one like that weird Z or is that the R2 button that you're talking about? Or is that like the weird like Z button in the front? It was like the little hard button. Yeah, that was Z, I okay. believe. Yeah, it was like just yeah. a, yeah, just a weird Weird thing. Uh Denny, what are, what are your thoughts on the uh the X or the controller for GameCube? Um, it's it's a pretty good controller. I don't know that I would call it the best of all time. Um I think it's per holding it as an adult, I feel like I'm holding it with like Hulk hands because it's like <laughs> it, it feels like somebody shrink raid like a controller, but it works. Like if it were any smaller, it would be probably a little uncomfortable, but it is literally like the perfect size, probably. Um, the thing that is, has always been so weird to me about this controller is the little, the right joystick or the C, the yellow. Yeah. Because it is a super short and B the resistance on it is like unreal. Like (laughs) it, like it'll like, like catapult if you like pull it back and like release, I got a, I rebought. I'm like, so I'm trying to rebuild my GameCube collection right now because I destroyed Mm. every copy I had as a child of like every game I had. So one of the games I bought is like a first person shooter and you can use the C stick and it is hard. It is the hardest thing I've ever had to do trying to aim with that thing. It is impossible. So, um, I don't know. I think overall it's, it's a pretty good shape, but there, um, it'd be kind of cool if like there was like a third party company that could like remake it, but like modernize the joysticks a little bit so that it's, it's a little smoother. Hmm. Maybe that, that might even exist already to be honest. I'm not sure, but um, that would be one thing I would change about it. Everything else though, pretty solid. Yeah. So if you, to piggyback off of Denny, if you look for it, I'm pretty positive that now you can find an, a, a, almost like a universal controller that is extremely similar to a GameCube controller for all systems, even hmm. the PlayStation. Oh. I know for an Xbox one, you can, I mean, even even the switches, they come with this attachment that is basically a mimic of oh, the, yeah. at least the hand formation, not the joysticks and stuff. But the actual like palm layout and fitting of it is basically to mimic their GameCube controller. <laughs> On top of that, too, I just want to add something is that, you know, and we can get in this with 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 the um, there's the legendary status of Smash when we talk about the games and stuff. Mm. But there are very di- Smash has multiple iterations, as we know. And to this day, I would say, and I think it's not a stretch to say that the highly regarded best Smash and the most played to this day is the GameCube Smash. They still have, you can go on Twitch at any day of the week and find Smash tournaments on the GameCube. I think it's solely because of the controller. But um, there's people that just won't won't play Smash without, without that controller. Like, you have to have. Now, the downfall to that controller, though, to Denny's point, is that they weren't very durable. They fit nice. They were small. <laughs> But I don't, wouldn't say that they were necessarily made well. And that 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 yellow joystick, that C or whatever that was, I forget, you know, without the top of my head, it would break or just not work all the time. I mean, it would be the common thing where like your joystick would just always lay to the right side or to the yeah. left. Side. You know, it, it would never stay up straight. I remember when I was in my heyday playing GameCube, we probably ran through, I mean, ten controllers, easy. I mean, it, it was just, it couldn't hang. 
it was actually funny. They would develop these Mario games to play like Mario Party and, you know, quick tapping and, and it, it just the controller couldn't hang with the games. No. That they were kind Those of games were literal durability tests. Yeah, exactly. And the perfect test subjects were the Willard boys, because <laughs> another segment that we that we tend to get to yeah. on these is uh, not and not to transition out of the controllers, but how many of the console that I had. <laughs> and there are very few consoles that we owned in our house that we only ever had one of. Um, so naturally we had three, uh, we, we, we have, we bought three as we were all children. Um, we had one black one, a silver one and a purple one. Mm. Um, I, I can tell you, I don't remember why we replaced the purple one, but I can tell you why we replaced the black one. And that's because my brother spilled milk on it. So mm, classic. thanks. Yeah. It doesn't, they don't hold up too well under the, uh, <laughs> you know after you waterboard them with a cup of two percent milk so um definitely don't recommend doing that but uh yeah so we had three of these things and i i just feel so bad for my parents you said 10 controllers that's minimum 10 for us too yeah. easy easy 10 controllers so oh yeah that, yeah that that that's one of our favorite segments is to hear about how many how many games how many controllers the time denny cleared his dad's memory card all, all of those stories well, i'm sure we'll uh, i'm sure we'll get to more of those as we as i was we go gonna on. say you know i mean not not to speed up but that was a big downfall for the gamecube was that because it was small i think people thought it was more durable than it was and because they used smaller discs i think people thought yeah. that they were more durable than they were so i mean I, the discs were small and i mean they were so small that I and I, this is this is completely bro science. There's no no fact to this at all. But I think that because they were so small that the tiniest scratch would just destroy it because the the games were condensed so much on these little discs. Whereas if you get a scratch on a bigger disc, like there's more game, there's more area, there's more data mm-hmm. to kind of cover. And I think that was a huge you know downfall. You had to be very gentle with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was that was the next thing I was gonna hit on is is like you know playstation and xbox and you know we kind of went to the we moved away from the cartridges to the to the just a regular like disc like a cd and then gamecube came out it was like less what was it like it was less than less than half of the size of like a regular one like it was so wild when that thing came out it's like what like it's just so interesting why they change it up but you know every team does it and the design of it's literally the perfect name it's literally just a cube uh there's nothing really special about it it's very interesting it didn't come in any you know it didn't come in any like crazy colors that i'm looking at just had purple uh black gray slash silver it looked like nothing crazy so again it's just it's just about like it seems like nintendo just keeping the system simple uh controllers are always interesting you have the n64 you have the gamecube or you have the gamecube controller and then it's all about like the games and the franchises and how well those do so um very interesting but um do we have any, any anything else that you guys want to hit on as far as like GameCube before we hit and go to games and then kind of talk about our history with the uh, with the system itself? Anything else you want to bring up about it? Denny, any other stories? How many? Did you wipe your dad's memory card? Did you? Um, I'm any, sure like, I throw did. these like frisbees or or what? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, at this point, I mean, I would probably have just done that, and he probably didn't even bat an eye anymore. <laughs> I think actually, after the first memory card incident, he probably gave up gaming altogether because he's like. It's children. It's it's keeping my kid in the house, or it's it's my Grand Theft Auto Vice City, you know, progress. So I don't really think he did a whole lot of gaming after that. Um, actually, well, that's that's not true. Actually, I do I do have a lot of memories once again of my dad. Um, 
I used to recruit my dad and I'm sure I've said this before, but I used to, I used to ask him a lot for help on mm. games on GameCube. I have a lot of memories like that where I would just ask him to beat a level or, you know, get me through this section of the game. Cause you know, I, I guess I couldn't fathom how to do it or I, you know, I was obviously too young to, to really grasp the rules of the game or whatever. So um, just a lot of weird memories like that. And this, this was just or not weird memories, but a lot of memories like that. Um, and this was just like the console that I feel like I grew up on. Like that, it's just the first one that comes to my brain when I think of being a kid. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. you know, I was gonna say this came out in 2001. So Dugan and I were 10, yeah, 11. He's a baby. So, so yeah. yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, you're three or four years younger than us. I don't know exactly. I can't remember, but, uh, 97, Let's a go. million, Jesus. A million. Yeah. Even worse, yeah. six years younger. So, uh, yeah, so you, it, it, you know, this is one of the first ones like we talked about in the last episodes and some of these other episodes that we did. It's like you know, PlayStation One, uh, and before that, like I remember those. So this is like right up your alley. So that's it's, it's just funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm actually going to use this Foshi to kind of segue us into. Hmm. I think you said the games. Yeah, so best for games. Me, so for my segue is this though, is and this will be my my closing comments on on our first segment and into the second one. Right? Is that like. Here's here's my quick lifeline with with video games and systems, right? I grew up my 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 system growing up was Sega, actually, mm. and then from Sega, I uh, moved on to I, I I never was a Nintendo person. I wasn't an N sixty four person. I didn't have it, and I went from Sega to PlayStation one to PlayStation two, and then eventually transitioned over to Xbox, and that's it. I never had an, a GameCube until three years ago. I bought one off of um, off of Keith, you know, on the ABC mm. pod. Because he wasn't using it, I was like, I have to have one. But what happened is, is in my high school years, actually, my buddy, shout out to Chase, had one. And we were always at his house acting a fool, clowning around. And uh, it was just GameCube all the time. We weren't playing anything else, nothing online. It was something with like, the, you know, it was like the situation where a bunch of the dudes would just be hanging out. And we would always just be talking trash and battling each other in, in these GameCube games, in these Mario games. It was kind of funny. But I, I played so much and went so hard that I just will always remember GameCube being like one of the underrated, what I would consider to be a simple game. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm at home playing nothing but online. I'm playing the most recent and advanced games and then going over to my buddy's house and we're playing games that are five, 10, eight years old. And they're even better sometimes than these new ones that you're playing, you know? And so I think that the the question you asked is about the, about the Nintendo and the things of the choices you said you mentioned made a mention why why they make the choice for that small disc I think that's part of the reason why a lot of people like Nintendo because they kind of did different things they pushed the envelope and sometimes I think they really hit right like the switch is awesome and mm. it's great but there's a lot of things and I think the GameCube is awesome I, I really do love it but I also think there's parts of it that they just straight up miss on being different on the small disc thing I think was a huge miss I think uh, it, it, the reason that they didn't sell very many is I think that made a lot of developers turn away. Like, dude, you can only fit a third of my game. I'm like, why, why would I make that? You know, but what that also made, though, is it forced, I think, Nintendo to just really, really load up on Mario games, which, yeah, we know Nintendo's a Mario. Mario's a Nintendo property. But my what my vision and this is my transition here. It, what my memory for GameCube is all of these Mario games that I had mm. no idea about that either were remakes and better and most of the time the best version of them or completely new ones. You know, Mario Tennis, Mario Baseball. They had the soccer games. They had Mario Party. They had Mario Kart. They had new actual Mario uh, itself games, Luigi games, Kirby games, you know, all of the – and then you had Smash. They brought them all together, mm. which is just like an all-timer game. Yeah. So there was just – it was just nonstop Mario. But the fun part about it is that it was actually like a competitive – 
it made it a competitive arena. You know what I mean? And it's just a, it, I think it's a funny like juxtaposition, juxtaposition to say the, these kind of childish, if you want, or simple Mario games, um, I think are some of the most fun games that I've to this day ever, yeah. have ever played for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo definitely got it right when they hit on Mario and, and all the, like just the Mario universe and how things have spread out. Um, yeah, and I think GameCube is when they now. really doubled down. That's like when I think, I think, you know, N64 is great, but I think when they said, hey, Mario and everything around it, like this is where we're just going to optimize it to its max. And that's where I think it was the, 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 the peak. Yeah, because, yeah, on the original, on the N64, you know, they had like Super, like, uh, Super Mario 64, but then with like GameCube, they had, you know, like you said, Luigi's Mansion, uh, Paper Mario. I think there's like Dr. Mario and all, all this stuff that they just they just kept cranking out that franchise and just expanding that whole universe and, and everybody and then putting them all together and smash, like you said. Um, yeah, some of the best games that I that I had written down that I, you know, I just looked up like IGN has like a top 25 best GameCube, GameCube games. Uh, Metroid Prime was like their number one game, which is interesting. Um, but Super Smash, Mario Kart Double Dash, they had a couple Zeldas. Resident Evil 4 showed up on a bunch of lists. Animal Crossing, it's like the first Animal Crossing, I think. And now that's still going on. Super Monkey Ball was one that I remembered. Pikmin, Luigi's Mansion. Uh, what, what are some of the ones that, that I missed, Denny? What, what, what else do you have on your list? Oh, gee, I, oh, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, you ready for my obscure answers? Because I oh, got yeah, a bunch yeah. of them. um okay dude you're gonna have to help me out on this and it's okay if you don't know what i'm talking about but um so when i was a kid uh my childhood friend um her name was madison she used to come over a lot and we used to play this game called kirby's air ride Mm. um i don't know if you're familiar with it but it's like as with all of my uh, my games that I talk about, I have no idea how to explain this game. <laughs> basically, it's just like basically you you're in like this battle area where you just try and power up your your like vehicle, and then you face off against your friends in like a an event after the fact, and then you win the event, and then you have bragging rights, and then you start all over. You start with nothing again, build your power back up. So it's basically like there's no kept progress. It's just like mm-hmm. you kind of get you just you want to win like one match and then it's just like it, i don't know that's the best way i can describe it it was super super fun um i actually just started playing it again not that long ago with my brothers it was one of the games that i rebought um and uh, it is still a blast um you said one of the ones that stood out that you said to me was super monkey ball 2 mm. absolute banger yeah. i mean this game <laughs> this game is a heater dude it still holds up i think they just remade it too actually for the switch i'm pretty sure Ooh, nice i'm about to get that yeah, dude. Uh, my brother got it. He said it's really, really good. Um, th- that that game was so damn fun. Like, and talk about a game with like really catchy music, like surprisingly catchy songs in them. Uh, I, I don't know why. It's just every level had like a, a pretty unique sounding um, song to it, which was pretty cool. Um, but I'll, I'll kind of toss it back over to you, Duke. And I don't want to. I don't want to run down the list or, or Kyle, whoever really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. I Minor, minor, super heavy on on Mario and uh, just the Donkey Kong, you know, all the all the classics, but also like, um, there's you know, they you you mentioned there was a couple of Zelda games. They had uh, I remember another big one. I for, always mispronounce it, but Pick Pikmin. Yeah, Pig- Pikmin. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Pikmin was always fun. You know, people always really had a good time with that. I do definitely remember Monkey Ball, but man, I I just and I know this is gonna sound kind of lame, but I think we played every one of the Mario Universe games. You know, I mean, I, I, I remember 
I mean, some of them I don't even think they've remade yet. Or some of the ones, Foshi, we were talking about that we were playing on Switch, they're just not even as good, you know? Yeah. Like, um, you know, the, like Mario Tennis on, on, on Switch is cool, but it, it is not as good as the GameCube. Like, Smash is cool, but it, it's not as good as the GameCube, I don't think. Um, but you had Mario Golf, you had. I mean, the, the list goes on. I mean, Foshi, just looking at your list, is, does anything stick out to you? I know you, you, you didn't necessarily play all the time, but... Yeah, and just looking at this, you know, on IGN, they talk about the Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2. Uh, it was like a huge game that they had. But yeah, I remember, like I said, Spencer, uh, our buddy we went to Missouri State with, um, he had one, he had a GameCube. And him and James, our other buddy who's been on the pod a couple times, they would play fucking Mario Kart Double Dash for hours, dude. Like, just for hours, those two would go up against each other, like, just one-on-one. And then Spencer would try to, you know, you can race all the ghosts and try to beat the ghosts. And then they reverse the levels, and you have to go back and, like, beat it again. He played that game for hours. Uh, we did a Madden, like, franchise, him and I on there. That, that was a good time. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's just all these games. Like, <laughs> like Pikmin. I, I, I remember playing that game, but I have no damn idea what the point of that game was or what was happening or if you showed me a video now i still probably wouldn't be able to tell you what was going on but i just remember this that huge like i don't even know what he was this huge guy and these little like different colored martian looking things if i don't know it's a very interesting game from what i remember but yeah uh yeah i I just remember uh playing in college at missouri state with with those guys and you know spencer had in his dorm room and then we got an apartment or townhouse together and just playing that and uh it's just so many I didn't even really play it to be honest. Like I didn't really play that often, but just watching those two play or just watching Spencer play was like just an absolute blast just to sit back and be like, this game, these games are wild. Absolutely. One of the games I wish we had in our dorm room, it would have been the best time ever, but you're so right. And you just brought back so many memories on the double dash, man. Double Mm. dash was one of those games. It was the most simple thing ever, but exactly what you're talking about. I think everyone did that because you didn't need multiple people there to play. You could just say, Hey, Foshi, I, I beat your record. So, you know, like deal with it, man, you know, good luck. And then the next thing you know, you're like, hey, Dukes, uh, you know, I, I, I beat that record. So, you know, go ahead and give, give that shot. It's just like, you know, I, I remember so many battles of like, no, you like, you know, there's no way. There's no way that you beat that. Um, and all you could see is the scoreboard. Right. It's like almost mm. like an old arcade version of it. Mm. But you had Mario Kart, which is just one of yeah. the best things ever made. I, I, I will always remember the double dash, uh, like you were saying. That, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, listen, I think that. I mentioned it once before, but like Nintendo saw how well like Mario Mario Kart did on uh, N64 and how well like Super Mario did. And they're like, oh, we're just going to make this game, but slightly change it and make it two characters that have different things that can ride on the same cart. And then they've just done that every single system that's come out. Switch has Mario. Wii has Mario Kart. Like they've just yeah. adopt, uh, a, not even like there's the like it's still the same racing game. It's still the same characters. It's still the same power, some different power ups here and there. But there's just slight changes that make it really great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Danny, I know you had something that you were going to say. Uh, what did you want? Do you remember what you were going to throw out there? Yeah, sorry, I didn't want to interject, but um, you were talking about Pikmin. That was mm. that was a huge game that I used to ask my dad for help. <laughs> yeah, a lot. I believe that. I believe that. Dude, that shit was hard. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so it was, basically, it was like if I had to describe, so like you, you basically are this guy who runs around with this little army of like these like things you grow out of the ground. Yeah. And there's four different kinds, so it's like. The red ones can go in fire and the blue mm. ones can go in water and all the other ones will die if they if you try and send them in those areas. So I don't you used to just have to like basically just try and not get all your little minions to, you know, get their asses kicked, which I did. So I, that's why I called upon my dad to help me. But 
I, I, I don't know that that's, that's one of the first games I think of when I think of GameCube yeah. two, for some reason, I mean, I just, I linked that one to my childhood as well. But, I, yeah. I just want to put on the record here, Foshi, and I know this is not going to be, you know, people are going to say, Oh, cool. You know, so, so did the rest of the world here, but the amount of time that I put in and played for both GameCube smash and all of the GameCube Mario parties, in my opinion, the GameCube Mario parties are the best. Um, mm. I forget the numbers actually, but I feel like uh, I want to say two. Uh, maybe, yeah, I think Mario I think one, two, two, three. One, I think no, I think one, two, three, three. And four were on N sixty four. Yeah, I think we I had. Think it's like four pluses on GameCube. Yeah, I, I don't remember that. Yeah, oh yeah, five. I remember playing five all the time. Yeah, so I the you know, and I don't know, maybe game. It's been a, a minute, but like if I if I had a screen time log mm. f- for those games, I mean. I, I think it would beat it would beat my, any of my Xbox. I'm serious. Like I I spent so much time. I mean, we would be just whole nights just being stupid and, and and playing Smash and just battling. I mean, that was like one of the main ways that we would settle things. You know, you'd be talking trash. Like, dude, you 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 trying to take this to Smash? Like, <laughs> you know, like, we're not gonna fight each other, but you trying to go to Smash? Then it's like, yeah, man, let's go. You know, if you want to Smash, you can't say anything. You're done. You're done for the day. You're done for the night. I, uh, so days, full days, in, in, insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so look at it. Four was released. Four was the first one that was released, not on N sixty four. That was GameCube. Was uh, eight on the GameCube? Five was GameCube. Six was GameCube. Seven was GameCube. Uh, eight was on Wii. It looks like. Okay. Uh, that was the like first five. One Wii, it looks and like six so. sound familiar, but yeah. man, I don't know. Yeah, you know, off the top of my head, I'm not sure, but. A really cool thing about six, and I don't know if you remember if you guys remember this, but um, it came with a microphone, like a mm. separate microphone that you would plug into some. I don't know if it was a controller port or like one of the memory card slots or something, but you would plug it into your GameCube somehow, and there would be games tied around using this shitty little microphone that mm. ours. Uh, you guys aren't gonna believe this, but ours <laughs> broke, so um, we didn't really get to. You didn't have to use it, but I think there were some games where you had the option, which was pretty cool. That was the first time I ever saw anything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. That is a good idea. And then now it's like you see it like the, you know, games have control. Our games have microphones and stuff like inside the controller. And now it's mm-hmm. getting to where like you know you play like an NBA game. I don't know if they did it for this year, but last year I think. And you were like you know you're playing a game and something you you screw something up and you like cuss like and the game actually hears it and it will give you a tech in the game like you go to technical file and then it's just it that, that's happened before which is interesting. Um, Denny, so you said you still you like got a GameCube and you're like uh, kind of rebuilding your collection. What uh, do you, do you remember like what games you have right now that you're looking to play? I know you said uh, Monkey Ball and some of that stuff, but what else do you have uh, that like some of your first games? You're like I gotta buy this right away. Um, another another big one for me was um, Paper Mario. I don't know if mm. you guys ever played any of those, but uh, there was one that was on GameCube that was fantastic. Um, let's see i have a i have a million metroid prime you mentioned earlier uh there were two really cool pokemon i don't know if you guys ever oh yeah how big you were into pokemon okay yeah so there were there were two um pokemon games for gamecube as well and they were it was like the same it it was pretty much the same format as like a regular pokemon game but it was 3d which was really cool Hmm. like it was like a 3d world and stuff and it was like third person and it was really awesome i remember first time we played that i was like holy shit this is like the coolest thing i've ever seen and i think actually one of the one of the three game cubes we got came with um one of the pokemon games and it had like it was like 
a GameCube that had Pokemon shit on it and oh, stuff. It was yeah. like a special edition one. So nice. um, those ones were pretty cool. Um, Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I wish I, my, my brother could vouch for this. But my brother, Drake, played this game on repeat. He, he had a counter when he was a kid. I think he beat it like 13 times in a row. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I know we have other games, right? Like, I know we broke most of them, but you can play some other stuff. He, he loved it. That game was super cool, too, though. Um, and then one of the ones I bought recently actually was the Matrix game for GameCube, which was hard Ooh, as shit once again when I was a child. Um, there was I remember there was a part where you had to shoot an airplane tire with a sniper rifle, and I, that shit. <laughs> I mean, if something made my blood boil as a child, it was doing that mission. It was impossible, but it was cool. It was it, it is it was a really cool concept. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. So yeah, what's the uh, is is the plan to like go back and just play some of these games and like go through them all? Like, or what, what's the and get just collect more? Because I know like Dugan's like a big Sega guy. Like he loves Sonic and has a bunch of old Sonic games. Uh, what, what's the game plan for the GameCube? Well, the whole thing that even inspired this was like, I, I'm the type of person where if, if things like that should be simple, like playing a game that I want to play, it doesn't work out, then I'm like zero to a hundred. I'm just pissed off. Like God, why didn't I take care of this? So. I'm building this collection up because I I will have I will be able to keep track of it. Like I don't have to go rummaging around my like parents' house, being like, "Hey, where's this game?" and then open it, and then the disc is gone or it's scratched or cracked, which happens a lot. Um, so I was just like, you know, what? if I feel like playing these, I want to have them. That that was the first reason, and the second reason I was like, this shit's only going to get more expensive. So if I'm going to yeah. build a collection, well, some of it will probably stay the same but some of it i mean some of these games are still expensive as shit like some of the mario parties are like 80 bucks dude for like a used one yeah yeah i mean because honestly some of them you know this is kind of the uh, i don't know what you want to call it ironic or what irony of gamecube is that it was kind of a dud and definitely not on the top of people's list but like some of these games are like all-time legendary iconic games you know like that smash, it'll always be expensive. Like if you ever find a GameCube smash cheap, you better jump on it. And so to Denny's point too, I'm in the same boat. So, you know, you mentioned the Sega kind of collection. I, I, I also bought a GameCube specifically mm. to start collecting and building that up too, because I'm with Denny where, um, you know, you want to do it in general. I've kind of hit a pause on it, but for me, my main reason is, is two things. I actually just think one that it's just so simple. You, you just, you literally, it's one of those, you, you it's, a, I know all game systems are, t- are technically plug-in and play, but GameCubes are just so simple. But then mm-hmm. on top of that, um, I actually think it's one of the best gaming consoles for, a, like, a, a multiple people, right? Like a hangout, you know? A thousand percent, yes. And, and that's the weird part about it, is a lot of people, you know, nowadays, too, they'll pull out an N64 every once in a while, like me, you know, I'll pull out a Sega. And those are great, and the games are great. But that's why I feel like GameCube has this perfect blend of where the games were just good enough to be better and more fun than those older systems, but still simple enough to not be super complex where you have to know 85 buttons like we talked about in in NHL or FIFA. Or, you know, like my fiance is not going to hop on Call of Duty and Mm. want to figure out how do I duck and shield and I I, got to power up and, you know, but like. You can figure out three buttons on Mario Party. You know what I mean? You, you can figure out how to, how to play Smash if you want yeah. to. And that's where I feel like it's a perfect blend. And that's why I, I want to um, – so right now I do I do have an N64. I have a Sega. You know, I have a PlayStation 2. Like all of these units that I think are like just – they're all iconic. That's why you guys are doing this miniseries. But there's something about the GameCube and the simplicity of it where you can literally just put it in front of a group of people 
and the games are good enough and simple enough to where I feel like it's the perfect combination for just a good time. Yeah, I, it that is 100% uh, accurate. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like I've hardly ever played, but I know that if, if it was out and somebody's putting on Mario Party or something or just one of those party games with a bunch of people, uh, I'm definitely going to, like, hop in and play. Um, so we hit our – we hit, you know, some basic info. We hit our best games. We hit some of our history. Uh, is there anything else, you know, closing statements on the GameCube or just closing statements in general on um, – beyond the console and, and where we're kind of going next up um, is going to be the Xbox. Um, so that's another big one. Like I said, I think we say it every time in the closing, it's like from here on out, it's just massive consoles that were some of the biggest things in our lives that we're going to talk about. So uh, Xbox is next, but uh, let, let's hit on uh, kind of a closing, closing statement for the GameCube. Uh, Duke, since you're the, you're the guest, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, well, of course, I appreciate you all having me on. Uh, and, and anytime you need somebody to come blabber on about video games, I'm, mm. I'm here for sure. Because from that point on, I mean, this is like you said, it's just powerhouses. But my GameCube, I kind of just gave my, my whole spiel about it. But I, what I what I hope is that I also am going to kind of I do plan to do what Denny's doing. And I hope he has a great time doing it because I look forward to it is getting some of these games and actually playing them, not just literally collecting them, you know, having a good time with them. But I, I what I'm hoping for, though, is that. Now that GameCube is it's crazy, 20 years old, what I'm hoping for is that Nintendo continues to remake or revamp or just make newer editions of them, whether they're good or, or better or worse. I think it's good to say, hey, this is the Wii version. This is a GameCube version. This is a Switch version. I think we've already experienced that some of the GameCube versions are the best, and it's just easy to go back to. I think it kind of helps even for a massive company like Nintendo to kind of differentiate at least the styles and the time periods and all that stuff. And so I'm really interested to see what continues to, to, to come out that reminds me of GameCube because mm. lately, no disrespect to Switch, I love the Switch and I think it's great, but most of the time what happens is I'm like, shit, I'm adding that to my list. I got to go back and get that in GameCube because I remember playing that. I had a great time on GameCube for that, you know? So GameCube always in my heart, man. I love I loved that little box and it was a dud and it was low key, but man... Uh, it, it it definitely like supplied my my teenage and high school years, I would say for sure. So GameCube for life, man. Nice. Denny, how about you? Uh, I'm going to be paraphrasing basically a lot of what Duke <laughs> said because he he hit pretty much everything I was going to say. I mean, this thing is like if you want to if you want a party console, this is I, I don't know what else you would get mm. like to say. I mean, some of the older consoles, like you said, like N64 and stuff, those are fun, too. But the GameCube is just like the the perfect balance between both worlds where it's like decent. Gra- I mean, the graphics aren't going to blow your mind. Obviously, it's not HD, but it's, you know, it's more modern, you know, and you can do a little bit more than you can on uh, Nintendo 64. And there's just I mean, it's it's going to be impossible to replicate the the gaming in the same room with your friends with any other console just from here on out, you know. But the good news is that, you know, and Dukes and I are proof of this the GameCube still holds up, you know, we're still yeah. trying to get the games. We're still trying yeah. to, you know, play them to this day. And it's, it's, it's standing. T- I mean, 20 years is standing the test of time so far. So I, I hope it, it keeps going and I'm going to keep collecting and uh, long live the GameCube. Yeah. And on top of that, Foshi too, I, I know I said my last thing, but you know, there, there, to Denny's point, there are, you know, those top three or four games like smash that will just, I, I feel confident will always be, in that legendary status, you know, to his point, like smash will never in my mind ever Mm -hmm. 
lessen its value or any like it'll always be there and i, th- I think that's strong you know there there are definitely systems out there live dreamcast like does that have a signature game do you say oh you know the dreamcast x is whatever game you want to put in there that is just what what is it i mean sega has sonic you know i mean and play like i don't even know what 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 is playstations like i i don't know what what their signature is but um there are gamecube has a couple of those and it's just like forever status yeah yeah, I think you guys both have nailed it um, as GameCube experts, and I'm looking forward to hearing the uh, the exploits of your purchases and playing and see kind of how it goes and where we end up. Because I know we're gonna we're gonna keep this going. We have quite a list to get to. Um, like I said, we're gonna hit Xbox next. We got to get through all the consoles, and then we're still gonna plan on hitting the handhelds, um, so Game Boy and all that stuff. Uh, so it's gonna go for a while. We got a lot to hit on. I promise it will not be as long of a layoff as this last one was, but. Uh, That'll do it for the GameCube episode. What uh, what memories do you have of GameCube? Uh, anything? You know, how many did you break? If it's more than three, let us know. Uh, going off topic pod at gmail.com. That's going off topic pod at gmail.com. Find us on all social media simply by searching going off topic podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up, give us a like. Head over to anythingprecredible.com for all your network needs. Everybody's producing content, a lot of good stuff coming out of the network. Anythingprecredible.com. Wherever you're listening right now, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Shout out to Visitor Beach for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.